Hey listener and welcome to a brand new episode of Injury Time your one stop shop for everything Indian football and in today's episode we'll be discussing everything I league but before that a very happy Diwali I hope you all are having a great time because I can assure you I was having a great time and I'm already under the weather because of all that moving on with the show joining me today is Akash in the studio hey Akash hey everyone happy Diwali to you happy Diwali to you as well thanks a lot man and joining us from Delhi the hub of Diwali celebrations is Orko hey Orko Hi Naveen, a very smoggy Diwali to you. A very, very smoggy Diwali to you too. Guys, Diwali means firecrackers. Delhi is known for that. But I-League is also nowhere behind that. We had some crackers of matches in the past week. Or we start with the Lajong match against East Bengal where East Bengal ran out 3-1 winners. What do you make of that? Well, Naveen, the initial enthusiasm that was there about Lajong building an all-Indian squad I think was dampened by this game beginning. They played 2 and lost. Uh, coming to the first game, East Bengal, they were always going to be too strong for Lajong. Lajong gave a good account of themselves. They played some really good football, but they let themselves down with some naive defending, especially for the third goal, where the substitute just came in and <laughs> gave the ball away. So, I think you know, if I was a coach, Alison Crescent, I'd, I'd not be overtly, you know, overwhelmed by the two results. But I definitely look to, you know, tighten things up at the back. Uh, Akash, you also got a glimpse of that game. What do you make of it? East Bengal, both even us then? Oh, yes, I feel. I mean, they had a wonderful start to the season. And like two games away, crucial six points for them. And they played like, they played a very good game uh, against a poor Lajong side, which would I, I would say. Jobby Justin was in like full super form. And... Alejandro, I feel, has been going all guns blazing since the start for East Bengal. So, I feel East Bengal worthy winners. East Bengal worthy winners, but problems for Lajong, Orko, that was not the only match that they were involved in in this past game week. Up against Indian Arrows, before that loss to Lajong, again there, they ended up losing that game. First win for Indian Arrows, first win for Floyd Pinto this season. Yes, I mean, uh, if I was to look at that game again, Lajong actually played the better football, but they were extremely, you know, uh, lacking experience at both ends of the pitch. So for the goal, they gave away the ball, and uh, Ashisha, I think it was, who capitalized on the opportunity. For the chances that Lajong had, they should really have converted one. I remember this one particular incident in the match where a Lajong player, I think it was Lalo Rua, who got in the edge of Prabhupada's infinity box, the six-yard box we're talking about. And then he didn't shoot. He 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 tried to pass it into a goal. That's what they're doing. And they tried to be too intricate in the final third and it didn't really work out for them. For Floyd Pinto's side, I'm, you know, we take this at the start of the team that they would be more open both ways, you know, defensively and offensively. So what we saw from them against Lagam was more of the same. Uh, they got runners in behind. Uh, Kenstar also Suresh was a really good uh, battle to watch. You know, two very fast players duking out out there. Yeah, so they could have also scored more. Arrows also. They'll get more clinical as the season progresses, I guess. But yes, compared to the kind of football that we saw last season from them, where they were a bit too scared. Uh, I remember this one particular incident in a match against Minerva Punjab where they were 1-0 up. And uh, in the 89th minute, a cross came in and there was no one in the box to receive a cross. 
see people getting in behind, not afraid to, you know, go for the jugular. So, yeah, it's, it's terribly surprising to see this. Well, Indian arrows have come a long way. Akash, do you see them go ahead like this without any fear in the attack and the defense just go out and give, give their all in every opportunity that they get? I've certainly seen a very different squad this time, Indian arrow squad. I mean, they have changed under Floyd Pinto. They started attacking more. I've seen a lot of attacking instinct from there, them. And they've been, just like Oliver said, uh, in the last season where uh, Indian arrows were crossing and there, there was no one inside. This time, I see a lot of attacking instinct where they're crossing, they're playing on the wings. And I see Rahim Ali or Sanjeev Stalin there inside the box waiting for the ball to slot it inside the goal. And I agree with Orko, like uh, Indian arrows are going to like do great this time. Well, another team that looks determined to do great is Chennai City FC. And what a game week they have had, Orko. First, a 2-2 draw against Churchill, a game that could have seen more goals. And then a 3-2 win over Gokulam Kerala. Which one wants, do we want to go first? The win or the draw? The win. Let's speak out the win. It was a very entertaining game against uh, Gokulam Kerala, especially away from home. Uh, so, I think they they uh, they fell behind to a penalty from Antonio German. And then uh, Chennai City took the, uh, took the lead only for Suhair to uh, claw back a consolation. Yeah, and I think then Mude Musa got sent off at the very end. So, it was a very event-packed game. Now, Akbar Nawaz set up a really good squad here because he has this Spanish contingent which has this flair. Uh, but you have to hand it to the local boys as well. Uh, the likes of Romario seem to be following in the footsteps of Nanda and Susai. And uh, they always have this nimble-footed wingers. It's uh, possibly... I'm reminded of the North Madras area, which produces uh, very skillful players. So, we might be seeing more uh, young talent coming through from Chennai City. And that result was completely deserved. Gokulam, like I said, as a star of season, be difficult prospect. At home, they, they were actually difficult. But uh, they made a few mistakes. And Chennai uh, City capitalized very well. What about that draw? Uh, this is what you expect from Churchill going down because that's not the only draw that they had this game week. They, they were also held by a real Kashmir game that we'll be talking a little later. So, when I look at uh, the Churchill game, uh, Chennai City will actually be aggrieved because the second goal they considered was a mistake from the goalkeeper. He had it in his hands and then it slipped. And then uh, Israel Burung, I think it was, who had the easiest of finishes for Churchill. Uh, they also went in, they scored two good goals. I think it was uh, Nestor and Sandro who scored the goals for Chennai. Again, their Spanish contingent working really well. Akbar Nawaz won't be happy with dropping the two points. But uh, considering that it's Churchill, a team that has again been rebuilt significantly, I think he'd take seven points at this stage of the season. Our coaches Akbar Nawaz would be happy to take seven points at this juncture of the season. But looking at Chennai City, Akash, Going down, what do you expect from them? Do you expect them to build on this or is this the best you can see from them? Because this season is all crammed up and it's over even before you can break. I'm betting that they're going to go, uh, go I mean, run, extend this running form, uh, good form. Uh, because I've always seen them whenever on the, um, they are on the attack, they've been so good and clinical that every time they're on the attack, I feel they're going to score. Because the expanded contingent, just like Arco said, uh, Pedro Manzi and Nestro, have been so good combining every time. 
like they have been the key for chennai i i would say and a long league this time but let's see what chennai do but attacking has been their uh, positive side but defense has to pull their socks up because they have been conceding a lot rather than the wins but defense has to has to do well well defense has to step up for chennai city that about them but all of this goals saw goals there are matches that did not see many goals but none of this made the headlines like what we saw in kashmir where shrinagar hosted that first ever i league game orko and we had someone who was there in kashmir for that game well who am i talking about well more about that after this break hey guys and welcome back to injury time your one stop shop for everything indian football so before we parted ways for the break i told you i had someone who was there in kashmir for that first ever i league game and he's meer wasavda and he's joining us on today's show hey meer and thanks a lot for joining on the show hi navin thanks it's great to be on the show and before we move on and ask you more about how the match was how the atmosphere was a very happy diwali man it was great to have you on a diwali day on a holiday joining us and discussing football thank you and i wish you all the same so guys first match in kashmir first ever i league tie there where real kashmir took on chochil brothers and me you are one of those lucky fellows to be there how was the whole atmosphere how was the whole city building up to this big moment Well, to be honest, actually, I reached there on Sunday afternoon. I, I reached the stadium on Sunday afternoon, and, and I really didn't think they would be able to get the match uh, going. Um, as as you all know, it it snowed pretty heavily on Saturday over there, and because of that, the entire city, uh, the power, the power was cut off in the entire city for almost forty-eight hours. So, all the preparation at the stadium had come com- completely. There was a complete standstill there. They they couldn't get anything going. uh on on sunday night the guys there worked uh, the entire night uh, on a generator and they got the tv towers running they finished the dressing rooms uh you know they, they got the final touches of the playing area and the surface there and they got the stands ready so literally they worked overnight on sunday and monday to get everything ready for the match well things were ready for the match when the match came and what we saw on the pitch is that what we could, we could expect from real kashmir going down the line meet i think so i think so i mean uh, to be honest uh, i don't know how many of us would really expect them expecting uh, them to be really uh, great uh, in the sense of the, the way they play but uh, they have this uh, great spirit about them that they don't really give up at all uh, no matter who the opponent is i think they've, they've showed that in the first two matches and i think that's what uh, really will define them in the entire season they'll be a very difficult team to beat they might not be a very pretty sight to watch to be honest i mean i mean there were times in the match where uh, you know i was sitting amongst uh, the crowd and there were times so many so many times in the match where uh, they were abusing their own players because they were making so many mistakes you know that's the kind of crowd uh, we'll be having in shrinagar extremely unforgiving and very hostile no matter whether it's their team or the opponent well orko on on screen it did not look very pretty but their game against minerva also showed that real kashmir might not be very impressive to watch to the eye but they might just end up getting the results that matter at the end of the day yes sorry uh, in the first match against minerva it was krizo who scored the goal and uh, they went very effective going forward real kashmir but uh, what they were was critical they got the one clear cut chance and they converted so and they might grind out results that's too clean sheets in two two matches i can't really say that uh, the coach will hope for much more than that four points from the first two games 
and uh, looking at uh, Neruka and Madong's uh, form, I think uh, Real Kashmir might actually finish facing the mid-table. Well, guys, Real Kashmir might end up in the mid-table, but I want to ask you all this thing. How much of this mid-table finish this season in the I-League would mean to a club, knowing that going down the line, especially if things go as per plans that the AIFF has, you might not have the I-League next season, maybe? Well, uh, you know, the, the, I'll answer this in two parts. I mean, uh, more than the club, I think it means a lot to the city. Uh, your first question to me was how, how the city was looking forward to this match. And let me tell you, I mean, from the moment uh, I boarded the flight from Delhi uh, and uh, I was talking to a couple of Kashmiri uh, guys uh, in their mid-twenties and they were looking forward to watching real Kashmir play. Uh, I reached uh, Srinagar and I met this 70-73 year old guy who traveled from 80 kilometers of uh, village from 80 kilometers away from Srinagar, and he was watching, looking forward to watching Real Kashmir play. And for those guys, I mean, we are talking about crazy amount of security for an I League match. I mean, from the from the gate to the stands, it was around 50 meters, and you had three layers of security. You had men in uniform with AK-47s in their hand guarding the entire territory of the stadium. That's the level of security and, and that's the kind of atmosphere and the condition that we're playing a match for. From an AIFF point of view and from a real Kashmir point of view, just to get the match going in Srinagar was a big achievement in itself. And if they can get done, get it done the entire season, I think it will be incredible. Unfortunately, we might not see them next year and that is a big bummer because the kind of conditions and the atmosphere that they face is, I think, second to none, you know, be it the hotel atmosphere because of the fans or the security that you see all the time, or the beautiful hills and uh, Shankaracharya and the mosques uh, that surround the stadium. I think it's a very, very unique setup for any football match, let alone an I-League match. Well, I remember Daksh Panwar retweeting one of your pictures and saying, Dharamshala can take a back seat because you have the stadium who looks splendid when you're to the eye. Oh, it does. It does, truly. I mean, and, and I guess we might really watch the match in snow sometime this season, uh, the way it's scheduled and the way the weather is behaving there. But, Orko, uh, coming to you, what does it mean to clubs like Real Kashmir or Lajong for that matter? Lajong, Naroka might not be doing that well this season, but going down the line tomorrow or the next season or the season after, you don't know what the future holds for these guys. Amir's uh, experience sounds like my experience in Aizol in the first season. When I went there, uh, Aizol had a capacity of 6,000. And believe it or not, the attendance was much more than that because there's a hill and people get on top of the hill to watch the matches. And that's what football really means for these guys. And uh, like Kashmir, the stadium is also beautiful. Lajor, uh, the stadium's within the city, but it's very much a part of the city's culture. And I firmly believe that football comes from the small pockets of India and not the metro city. If you look at all the players playing across the ISL and the ID, you'd be hard-pressed to find more than five players every team who are actually from the, you know, uh, the main power centers of India. You have to understand that these small clubs are needed in the ecosystem today because they have their own place. Uh, Lajong, for example, sold 10 players in the ISL draft. And without Lajong scouting those players, we, you can't expect, you know, Chennai FC to go all the way to the heart of Meghalaya and find uh, teams there, find the uh, players there. So, these, by, you know, by removing these uh, top flight 
clubs from the smaller area and what you're doing is you're essentially killing the last mile scouting service what you're what you're telling them is yeah right now you don't have any platform for for you to you know perform on until someone from outside comes and scouts you you can say scouting got better yeah but at the end of the day it's these these teams that are you know yeah, bringing up the players that we are watching in the isl today So yeah, I mean, my take on this is that next season we might not see them, but they're definitely needed in the ecosystem. Well, these guys are definitely needed, and I'm happy that Meer, you had a great time in Kashmir, and I'm hoping that you'll be going for more matches there. Hopefully, that's the plan. Well, even I, I'm I'm hoping Orko will be joining somewhere down the line because he's promised us that he'll be there for at least one game this season. Oh yes, someone challenged me saying that uh, you know uh, Kashmir stadium is actually more beautiful than Aizawl, so I'll have to go verify that for myself. All right, all, all the best. Thanks a lot, me joining us on the show. It was great having you on the show, man. Thanks a lot. Good fun talking football. So guys, that was me talking about his experience in Kashmir, watching real Kashmir play their first ever home game in Srinagar. But we got two more games to go. You have Bagan taking on Aizawl and. Or go your favorite hotspot of Indian football. There was Derby, Nairobi taking on Aizawl again. That did not go as per plan for anyone. A goalless draw. Yeah, uh, when you have this Khan involved, there is very likely a goalless draw. Or <laughs> both teams cancelling out each other, and that's what happened. And um, you know, uh, funnily enough, I'm also part of the Nairobi fan group on Facebook, and. You know those guys are extremely passionate. They're also really funny and critical of their team. So someone after that match uh, posted uh, on the group saying that you know next season we'll get to watch I League two derby between Trau and Neroka, which which is implying <laughs> that Neroka will get relegated. And it's 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 extremely passionate area Neroka because you know 22,000 people turning up, you know 22 to 26,000 people turning up to watch every match on a weekday at two o'clock. So you can understand. There, you know, emotional investment there. The game as such was was drab. I mean, I mean, I, it's possibly the pattern that we're going to see from Aizawl this year because of the aforementioned coach uh, Neroka. Because you know they've they're not really kicked into gear like last year. They have uh, Singham Subash seems a little bit off the boil. Uh, They, as long as their defense holds up, usually uh, I think they, they will escape. And I actually have a very bad feeling that it might be between Neroka and Lajong for that relegation spot. So I just hope it doesn't come to that because both places are really good places to watch football in. But yeah, I mean, just going by the early season form. It does seem so, but the idea is playable, and that's the beauty of it. You never know what's going to happen in the second part of the season. Well, I think it's unpredictable, but initial trends suggest Neroka or Aizawl might go down. Aizawl had one more game. Akash, they were up against the giants of Indian football, like they like to call them. Mohan Bagan, a game also ending in a draw, but this time there were goals, a two-two draw. What do you make of that? I feel Mohan Bagan were very unlucky not to not to grab three points because they absolutely dominated the possession. But, but that what, equalizer came after the stopping free. Yeah. So I feel Mohan Bagan had an issue in uh, converting the chances which they made. That was the issue they faced. No, no final product. Making games in the final third, penetrating balls, but no final product, which I felt was the issue with Mohan Bagan. But I would like to talk about one guy here. What a comeback by this man, 
Sony Nore. After being laid off for what, nine months, he comes on. Within eight minutes, he scores his trademark goal from his left flank, cuts in, takes on three defenders, and then absolutely smashes the ball into the into the goal. So I would actually give all the credit to this man who has taken Mohan Bagan to another level. And this season, there's one issue which I've always seen. One is the final product, and the second is defenders. Defenders are not here. They need to change the game, pull on their socks up because they shouldn't be conceding so many goals. Well, Akash says Mohan Bagan shouldn't be conceding these many goals. Orko, what do you think, Shankar Wal Chakravarti? Can he whip a magic wand around and change the fortunes for Bagan and take that title home? Well, you know, I, as you know, I'm very strong advocate of there is no magic wand policy. But uh, Shankar Wal, we thought yes that he wasn't the outspoken guy that uh, Sanjay Singh was. We spoke about them being polar opposites. In Sankalal being, you know, more technical in his approach rather than the gut feel that we got from Sanjay. Yes, I think that they were unlucky this match. They would think it was obviously uh, a thing of beauty to watch. Uh, apart from that, they've not started really well. And, you know, our danger, our prediction of, you know, them finishing as champions is in danger. But... I think they'll get the results. They just need that one big result where they go hammer and tongs for nil final, possibly. And then you might uh, find a good stretch of form coming through. Sony Norde coming, yes. It's a massive boost for everybody. Because, I mean, Sony Norde being in the team automatically means 2,000 more fans or even more. And I had been to a Kolkata Darby last year where they made Sony masks. So they have, they, you know, the, the supporters are distributing Sony not a mask, and that's what he really means to the club and its fans in, in Dalkata. I wouldn't be surprised if after a few years you have a Sony Puja, you know, on his on his <laughs> Well, you have a Durga Puja, so, so you can also have a Sony Puja. Sony Puja, yeah. <laughs> so, so my my point is that you know Sony coming can actually be a double edged sword. It can if. If he acts as support to the Kiseka and Dika partnership, it works for them. If Shankaral decides like his, you know, and I'm, I'm going to say myopic predecessor that you know, Sony has to be the beat end all of the team, has to be the lone man carrying the torch for the team, then they might fall short. Overland for Sony has actually proven detrimental in the past. He's a great player, no doubt. But he's just part of a team. You have to understand this. And it has actually cost Mohan Bagan titles in the past. So, yeah. I expect them to actually come into a good run of form anytime soon. The two draws might just be an exception. Well, that's a verdict on injury time from Orko Bhattacharya. But Orko, before we let you go and enjoy Smoggy Diwali, there's a question waiting for you from one of our listeners. There's Niket. Gadoya, who is asking you, do you think Chennai City FC will be able to continue their form going down the season? Oh, yeah. Like I said, they have a wonderful Spanish contingent. And uh, Akbar has to you know, hope that they all remain fit. They're playing really good football. Akbar also integrates the local Tamil Nadu youngsters. I'm especially excited about Romario. I want to see what happens as the as, uh, you know, season progresses. I think they'll be there about come the end of the season. But it also depends on what happens in the January transfer window. We actually saw 
the likes of Churchill and Gokulam completely transforming their squads in the final, uh, you know, in the final half of the season last year. Gokulam dead and buried in the fourth half, uh, made a lot of signings. So they went above a lot of teams. So Ferrari City have to make sure that, you know, even after the January transfer window, they can actually keep, you know, keep the pace up with the other sides. I actually say that defense is a play, you know, of area of concern for them. But uh, this is an international coach. This is someone who's managed champagne throwers in the AFC Cup. So huge, huge experience here. So I expect them to be their coach, but how they perform against Mohanbaugh and East Bengal, those four games, could actually determine if they finish uh, first or anywhere between third and fifth. That's what Orko has to say. Thanks a lot, man. It was great having you on the show. That's all for this episode, I'm assuming. Guys, you all want to add anything? Something that we missed out on? Nothing, I'm assuming. There's nothing more to add. <laughs> yeah. Orko, thanks a lot for joining us, man. It was great having you on the show. Thanks, Naveen. And Akash, it was great having you in the studio discussing football with us. Indian football, to be precise. Thank you so much, Naveen. So, and listener, thanks a lot for being with us all throughout the show. Remember, next week again, we'll be bringing out two more episodes of Injury Time. One on the ISL, another one on the I-League. Until then, have a great week and enjoy the game.